get involved with possessed people. Actually, it's more of a guideline than a rule. And I know what I saw, and that's not what you're telling me what I saw. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Ectoplasm Show. Joining me today is my good pal, Jason Kupsik. What's up, buddy? How's it going? <laughs> it's going pretty good, man. It is going pretty good. What's new with you? Oh, just... Actually, well, it's not necessarily paranormal-related, but I, I'm thinking about starting an outdoor channel... Uh, podcast possibly i was gonna say you are quite the uh the outdoorsman yeah i've taken around i've been uh i've been looking for a few different podcasts in that genre and a lot of them are crap (laughs) are are there many shows out there not really not a whole lot there are a few some of the ones that I just downloaded and listened to this morning I had to turn off because you can tell they're just sitting there reading stuff, which is boring. That is boring. That's not fun. No. We There's some paranormal podcasts that do that as well. There are. I've noticed that. Um, and there have been times where I, I will read certain things. Um, for today's show in particular, I will be reading just a little bit, but... At the yeah. same time, so I try, you try between, to put a little inflection in that shit. <laughs> yeah. There's a difference between reading a quick thing and, like, having the whole show just right. you reading stories. Like, I like to read stories myself, but you can you can tell when they're reading something and when you have a back and forth between the two people. Exactly. Exactly. <clears throat> but, yeah, so... um. I just got back from California two days ago from the Grey Ghost Paracon at the USS Hornet. And I got to tell you, man, like I sat down, I got a chance to uh, sit down and talk with like Lloyd Auerbach and the dude blows my mind. He is insanely smart when it comes to like everything, like everything. It is a little ridiculous and kind of, I don't know. I don't know. It's kind of scary at the same time. <laughs> I'm like, the entire time I'm talking, I'm like, this guy is, he's, he's got to think I'm just a, a moron or something. <laughs> like, I don't know. But it was cool. Um, it was a lot of fun. I got to hang out with that uh, Patrick Doyle from Ghost Mine. Um, and that was a lot of fun. But uh, we, did a little, we did a little ghost hunting. And I got to tell you, um, ghost hunting on a battleship is kind of jacked. Because I didn't realize I was claustrophobic. <laughs> yeah. And you're down, like, in the depths of this freaking ship, and you just can't move anywhere. <laughs> so I'm, I'm kind of a tall guy, and I was having to, like, duck and, you know, um, step over things. And, I mean, just, oh, my God. The entire time you're navigating, but it's, you know, completely in the dark. So I, I definitely uh, came home with a few new bumps and bruises on me (laughs) but it was fun man so um today we are going to be talking about uh a subject that has fascinated me for years now um and it's this whole phenomenon of the black-eyed kids which i know we've done an episode on the black-eyed kids before but that was like back in episode three i mean it was like a long time ago and so I wanted to revisit the topic. Um, and I don't know, like I said, this is something that's fascinated me for a very long time now, especially because so many people have experienced this now, you know? Um, yeah. 
But, you, you know, you read some certain stories online about black-eyed kids, and you don't really know which ones to to believe. Um, now, Jason, um, have you ever had a black-eyed kid uh, encounter? No. No, I haven't. Um, I, will, I will tell you, though, that uh, my wife is terrified by scary children in general. Yeah, well, kids are creepy, man. She's even, like, been scared by her little brothers when they would crawl across the floor <laughs> at times. Like, she's, she's definitely afraid of children. That is awesome. Scaring her. That you know, is awesome. Not afraid of kids, per se. Kids scare me, man. Halloween, during Halloween, <laughs> around that time, I always go out to, like, Walmart or whatever and get some new movie that has scary little kids in it that we watch. You nice. know, I do that every year. Nice. I remember, um, and it wasn't even that small of a kid, Insidious. Oh, yeah. When the kid dude. jumped out of the armoire. That's good stuff. And started dancing. Yeah. And he was probably like a young teenager. Probably. Scared the crap out of her. We had to stop <laughs> the movie for 30 minutes for her to stop hyperventilating. You gotta calm down, babe. Just calm down. Yeah, so <laughs> when I told her that we were going to be doing, because I've told her about this subject before. Cause, right. You know, it's it's one of the well-known oh, yeah. things out there nowadays. I told her that I was going to be doing a podcast on them and she says don't do that you're going to you're going to stir them up and make them come around oh god I hope that would be amazing <laughs> yeah <laughs> but at the same time it's like you know yes they, they terrify me almost to the same caliber as like the aliens and crap um, yeah but if I I don't know man if I encountered one like the, or a group obviously because apparently they travel in droves um, don't allow them in your house. Yeah, you know, and it was funny that you mentioned that. Because you, yeah, there, it's always the same type of story with the black-eyed kids. And I'm sure most of our listeners are familiar with the story. However, if you're not, they uh, apparently, you know, there's usually a group of what? Three, four, sometimes uh, a few more of these kids. Yeah. And, and they, they usually, there's what? Always at least, there's always at least two. Yeah. Someone. Yeah. And so, and they're usually in, um, like weird type of clothing, um, kind of like clothes that might be, yeah, they're ill-fitted and they may be a little older, like uh, just a touch out of style. Um, you know, so maybe they're dressed like Will, Will Smith from Fresh Prince of Bel-Air or something like that. (laughs) But regardless, like. You know, and yeah, like you said, you know, usually the clothes are kind of baggy and ill-fitting and, and things like that. Um, but what's interesting about it is these people notice that these kids have completely black eyes, blacked out eyes. Um, there is no white part of the eye. Um, and obviously, like, you know, instantly they're they're struck with uh, a sense of dread and, and terror and fear. But the common tale here is that these children always want to be let inside of your home. So they'll show up yeah. on your porch or knocking on your door, and they're they're always in need of something. I need to come in because I need to use the telephone, or I need uh, a glass of water, or I need to use the bathroom. But they always are very insistent on coming inside the house. Now, that's creepy enough, you know, yeah, because screw. I haven't, I haven't heard one or read one anywhere that said that they let the kid inside the house. I actually, I'm glad you said that because I am looking at this story right here in front of my face. Yeah, this guy, um, apparently let the black-eyed kids in his house. Um, one second here, I'm going to pull this up. And hope hope that my internet can work a little better than it is right now. Because my internet is sucking right now. So, but yeah, it's, it's, it's a, this guy, he, he kind of prefaces the whole thing. Um, says, I've read many accounts of these black-eyed kids, but I didn't think 
and he really came close to what happened to me when I let two of them into my house. Uh, some people think that if you let them in, that the that they will kill you. And this is what you know this guy is saying. Um, yeah. But he what he did. <laughs> He, uh, he did. He wrote down this encounter or whatever, but it's not it's not the best uh, grammar. I will say that. <laughs> um, I'm trying to I'm trying to get this thing to actually pull up here and it says now you're gonna have to bear with me here because I am going to read All this right. but uh, let's see here so okay. I've, uh, I've, I've heard recently on a different podcast and I've heard it before them talk about how in other countries yes like in England or Australia they have these but they always they're speaking with a, with an accent that sounds like oh, they're making up the accent in the sense that they're on a, in Australia they sound like an, an American Speaking in and uh, trying to make an Australian accent. Right. That's weird, man. Yeah. All right. That they're not like. Maybe they're from America. I mean, it could be that bad English or or whatever you want to call it. Right. That they're they're trying to do these accents, but they're not. That's so weird. So. And if you guys, if you guys want to, uh, if you want to read this account, it's on pararational.com. Anyway, this is what the dude has to say, okay? Um, he says, this is what happened. I was sitting in my bedroom at home when I heard a knock at the door. It was not too late, so I didn't hesitate opening the door to whoever it was. When I opened it, there was two children standing there. Both were looking at the floor. Yes, I said. The taller one asked if they could come in, and they were uh, they were lost. And the other boy needed to use the toilet. I lived in an area where it was very easy to get lost, so I just assumed that they were telling the truth and was looking down because they were shy, even though the one talking spoke very confidently. So I let them in. The one who needed the toilet just walked in and straight up the stairs, so I shouted up, that it's on the right. I don't know why I didn't find this strange, but most toilets are upstairs, and as he was young, I didn't think anything of it. I told the other one that the phone was down the hall. Thanks, he said, and he started to walk down the hall. I followed him, and then I suddenly came over uh, with a really awful feeling, like something bad was about to happen. I became very nervous and a bit shaky, and I still can't explain how that happened. But the boy stopped at the phone and paused. I said, everything okay? And he turned to me, looked up, and that's when I saw his eyes. And trust me, I will never get that picture out of my head. I was so scared that I couldn't even scream as I turned to run down the hall and the other kid was standing at the end. Now that's freaky in itself. I'm sorry. (laughs) Jesus Christ. Anyway, he says, I became very dizzy and struggled to stand up. He walked closer to me and said that they had been sent to collect me. I still couldn't bear to look into his face. I pushed away from him and ran into my front room, slammed the door shut. I was in so much shock about what was happening that I couldn't think straight. This is something that you don't even expect to happen, even in movies. After standing against the door uh, for around an hour or so, I finally got enough courage to make a run for the back door, so I ran to it and unlocked it. I ran back, uh, I ran to the back of my garden, jumped over the fence, not once looking back. My friend lived close, so I ran to his house. I told him the story, uh, and I guess he was a bit skeptic about what I had said. I convinced him to come back to the house with me. Um, When we got there, we looked around the whole house but couldn't find them. Ever since that happened, I've always had a dream uh, that these kids with the black eyes stand over my bed uh, with their hands stretching to me. I hope to God that I never see this again. Um, Now, supposedly, uh, it says here on the article that this was posted on hauntedDiary.com, but uh, at the same time of this writing, the site is no longer there. So if anybody has an original source, 
before this, um, people want to know who this dude is. So I don't know, man. Um, what do you think of that story? Um, you know, I, uh, it sounds like, well, I, I don't want to say either way whether I think it's real or not. Right. But it does sound to me a little bit like what somebody would say, what the typical thought of what might happen if you let them in. Like if they're trying to basically either one, get attention and sensationalize this as much as possible, right? Yeah, and I'm not, you know, in this field, you have to be open to everything. So I think that, you know, who knows? It could be real. Well, I think it's entirely possible. There's no way to um, even tell if Black Eyed Kids are real. So Right. And his story isn't overtold. No, it's not. It's not too crazy. It doesn't get too crazy, which helps. But uh, it's definitely weird. That's for sure. Um, so it yeah. seemed like there wasn't much time or questioning in between the time they knocked and the time they were in the house, though. Exactly. I like to think of myself. Well, myself when I put my when I would hear these stories, and I think I would ask a few more questions. That doesn't mean this guy wouldn't. Right. Right. Um, but it sounds like it's an area that people get lost in easily, sure. which means probably a rural area. Yeah, that's kind of what it sounded like. Um, Do you think you'd be a little more careful before you just let <laughs> them in the house? Right. Um, but there is there is lots of um, stories. That include or the black eyed kids that include a feeling of not really knowing what you're doing at the time. You feel yeah. like you're going to let them in and then you catch yourself. So maybe that's what happened here. He just didn't even think about it, but he was being mentally manipulated to just let them in. And that could be. Um, what I found the creepiest was when they said they were there to collect him. Now, what the hell does that yeah. mean? Like to me. That almost seems like a uh, uh, like an alien type thing, mm-hmm. um, which, yeah, screw that. <laughs> um, I don't know, man. Like, I think in that particular situation, I would have absolutely no problem fucking doing a a hardcore uppercut to this little kids. Like, I would probably beat the yeah. shit out of them. <laughs> It's also, it's a little suspect to me in that he stood in his living room for an hour against the door and he doesn't talk about the kids trying to get into the living room. He doesn't hear or talk to them again. Exactly. Like there was nothing said or anything. Most, yeah. Most of the stories I've read, they're very persistent. Like they're going to like keep knocking and keep trying to get in the house even if you tell them to go away so I don't know why they wouldn't if they were there to collect him why wouldn't they try to get into the living room would they just say oh the door's closed I'm not even going to bother see and that is creepy Uh, but yeah it's because they didn't I don't know like you said it was like they're more persistent in a lot of the stories that and that's very true in the stories that I've read as well that they you know they they want this and they want this and they want this and they keep saying that and then they get pissy about it well and people will close doors on them and right. they'll keep knocking and I even heard one it was an old lady who didn't let them in of course yeah and then went upstairs and was sitting in a room up there reading and saw the kids outside the windows window upstairs the kids were standing on an awning what? Looking into the window at her. Somehow they had gotten up there and was looking in at her, knocking on the window to come in. Holy and, crap. Um, it's just odd that, that they wouldn't try to get into the living room. Right. Which would be added into the story. So, yeah, it, it's weird to me because, like you said, he's standing there for an hour... 
apparently in his office or study or whatever with the door closed and that's it. He's like, oh, I stood there for an hour and then I did this. But yeah, like you said, there was nothing like he couldn't even hear them walking around or anything of that nature, or at least didn't mention that. Um, yeah, it's just it, it makes me a little extra skeptical about it. Exactly. Um, but I don't know, man. So what do you think as far as the the origins of these black eyed kids, these beings or whatever? Well, I know that, and I, it's a very debilitating disease. So, sure, I don't think this has anything to do with the, this. But there is a condition that causes people's eyes to go black like that. Right. It has to do with. It is a very rare thing. It has to do with. I believe, if I off the top of my head, if I remember right, it was some disease over in Africa, and it had to do with bad water. Oh, really? I think, but I, I do know that there is a condition that causes that, but it's really rare and it's really debilitating. So I don't think that this is the same thing, but there is a natural cause for black eyes out there. But like you're saying, though, they wouldn't, these people that do they suffer from this. They probably wouldn't be standing at your front door. Yeah, they wouldn't be out and about, most likely. Yeah. That's, oh my God. All I know is a lot of people that have had these uh, experiences or whatever are claiming then that, you know, bad luck kind of follows. Mm-hmm. Um, in the earlier episode when we talked about this, uh, when Myron and I talked about this, I told a story of a lady who went into a grocery store or something like that. Her 10-year-old or whatever was in the back seat of the car. Um, and this other kid just kind of got into the car into the back seat or whatever. Now this lady, you know, got out of the store or whatever after like two minutes, came back and sat in her car or whatever and noticed, okay, somebody else is in my car. And um, it was a little weird. So, you know, she got instantly creeped out from this other little kid sitting in her car, got her and her son out, called her husband uh, to come and like get them. She ended up driving his vehicle, her husband's vehicle home. The husband then got into her vehicle to drive it home. And just a couple miles out of town, the husband had a very bad car accident. How did they get the kids out of the car? Apparently, she had got her child, got him out, ran inside the store to call, and then the kid was gone. The kid had left. Um... Yeah, I probably should have mentioned that. <laughs> whether the kid let the black-eyed kid in the car? It never says. It's only assumed. Uh, I mean, it does say, but it's it's unclear how the kid got in. And most likely, he was invited in by the other kid. Yeah. Um, I mean, that's kind of one of the basis of yes. almost every case. They have to be invited, invited and let in. Right. Like a damn vampire. Even or the <laughs> the origin story of this, but at least the, what's considered the origin story of the Black Eyed Kids is that guy. He was at a movie theater. Oh and yeah, the dude. kid wanted to be. There were two of them, and they wanted to be run home for something, a ride home, and they couldn't get in the car unless the guy let him in the car. Right, and that you know that was weird as hell too that story um there was another story um and i forget exactly when this happened but i do believe that it was like early 1900s when this happened um farmhouse in the middle of freaking nowhere a long driveway leading up to the house and at the base of this driveway was like a few trees and things of that nature. Well, this kid was out like fishing or some shit and was walking home, gets to the base of the driveway and notices a man. Uh, the man was standing and leaning specifically up against this one tree. Um, and it wasn't a kid though. It was a man. Um, but this kid that was talking to the man or whatever, you know, was saying hi 
and being cordial and all that. But this guy um, wanted to come up to the house. And uh, the kid was like, oh, no, probably not. And what was weird about it is then the guy looked up. And the kid noticed that the man had all black eyes and um, didn't say a word, though. Never said a word after that moment. And then the man was looking right at him and he goes, don't do it. Don't do it. Almost like he was reading this kid's thoughts. The kid, obviously, entire time just wanted to run because he was terrified. So he actually did. He took off running, told his dad... And his dad believed him because he could see how terrified his son was, got a shotgun and ran down the road towards wherever this guy was, and he was obviously gone. So uh, that right there is creepy. Yeah, and I've heard other ones about um, them being able to read what you're thinking and also implant what they're thinking into your Exactly. Head. And that's just it. Is it, and that was I, what I was going to say is, you know, if they are able to read your thoughts, then how easy would it be to, like you said, implant some kind of a thought process into your head? It's it's along the exact same lines, in my eyes. So I don't know, man. Yeah. It's um, it's creepy, creepy stuff, but. You know, like I said before, there are a lot of people out there who believe um, these black-eyed kids are alien in nature. Now, yeah. what do you think about that? Because there are similarities there. I think it's um, too soon to tell. I mean, there's definitely similarities, but there also could be similarities with something demonic. Exactly. Um, Especially when you're talking like, see, I could see either way here. Demonic um, or alien in nature, because we've heard both tales of, you know, like you said, reading people's minds and how aliens seem to contact or, excuse me, communicate telepathically. And it's almost like these people or whatever are being told things without necessarily being told. And the same thing with uh, demonic activity. So it's interesting, you know, but they they both, this is why I could see both, you know, both sides also, of the coin. Yeah, there's also um, theories that they are interdimensional. Right. Which, and there's also hollow, uh, like hollow earth type theories. I was just going to ex- ex- say that. They come from underground, and that's why you usually see them at night. Right. And they, they, um, they're they not afraid of the sun, but their eyes are just as well to the light. And I could see that. I mean, if they're entirely black, it'd be like the, the whole thing is an iris. You know? <laughs> yeah. It's weird. It's freaking weird, but they terrify me. They absolutely terrify me. At the same time, I want to experience this for myself. I I really kind of do. Um, Are you gonna invite them over? No, about your address. I don't think I could do that. Um, <laughs> I don't think I could ever do that. No. No. But at the same time, it's kind of weird, though. You know, <laughs> they already know where you live. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and they just like stay the hell away. <laughs> so I don't know. Um, but it's just I don't know, man. It's so freaking weird. But I I do want to experience this for myself, just to see, just to see if these people are full of shit. Basically, you know. I mean, it's it's absolutely. There's a lot crazy. of people that theorize that this is the same as the Slender Man, where it was just a story and people are embellishing and building on the original story and it was just an internet thing, which you could say about a lot of different things, but... Absolutely. A lot of people believe in Slender Man. There are. That was um, a 
fiction short story thing where it was a, some contest at the early, like, like 12, 15 years ago, some contest right. online for writers to come up with a, an urban legend type story with photos and everything. And they actually won the contest with that story. That's where Slender Man came from. Well, I could imagine they won because it's a terrifying story. But, you know, now we have people, like you said, that, I don't know, they take it to the next level because they believe it so much. Um, there was a case recently. Well, I mean, when I say recently, I mean three, four years ago um, with these girls who were like what, 13 years old or so took their friend yeah. out to the middle of the woods and stabbed her repeatedly stabbed her as a sacrifice to Slenderman. Now, yeah. that's bizarre to me. And it's like, why did they, or even how the hell could they believe it? How could they believe it was true? Are they that impressionable? I, mean, I don't know. I mean, I could see little girls around plotting and say, we'll just say Slenderman told us to do it. <laughs> Maybe they saw something online, like pictures, uh, you know, whatever. There's all kinds of stuff out there. But Right. But it's I so could see weird. little evil kids saying, seeing something online and using that as a motive. I think kids are creepy anyway. Like, I'm kind of yeah. I'm kind of with your wife on in the same boat here. Kids are, are a little weird. Um... Especially when they're portrayed in a weird way, like in the films and things of that nature. That's jacked up show. Yeah. <laughs> um, and, you know, like it goes back to like the children of the corn and the, the crap like that. <laughs> it's just weird, weird stuff. Um, but anyway, like back to the whole alien thing. Because this is where I kind of, I don't know. This is what I would believe more. I should say, is that they're more or less aliens. Um, yeah, uh, or even a hybrid. A hybrid is a good a good idea there. Um, if they are in fact true, I would I would totally jump on board with that. Probably more so than anything demonic, just because that stuff yeah. likes to kind of stay secretive, um, and not be necessarily you know in the spotlight, so to speak. It still doesn't make sense to me why they would have to be let in. Why? Why they need to come in? Exactly. Why they would need uh, an invitation, for lack of a better because term. Most most um, home um, abductions, they don't. The, no, you know, there's no warning whatsoever. It's in. just yeah, yeah. There's just these people are either in their car or they're in their lazy chair at home or they're in bed and it just happens. Um, yeah, there is no invitation there. It's just they're, they're, they're gone. Um, and that's also, I mean, that's another subject, you know, that has fascinated me for a very long time. Uh, the whole alien abduction thing. And I have my own set of theories. Um, that I'm not going to get into right now <laughs> because um, I just don't want to. It's weird and it's controversial, yeah. but uh, someday soon I will. <laughs> um, let me let me guess. Hit Do it. you think it's the government? No, I absolutely don't. No, no, no. and I'm not just saying that because I don't you want think you to it's hang a cover up. Story. <laughs> I tell you what, like I will let the cat out of the bag sooner than later. Yeah. But at the same time, like, I have to take certain steps. Like, I know this sounds so weird and cryptic, but it's really not. Um, my problem is, um, it's, it's to me, like, what is causing this? As, a, as an alien abduction theory, what is causing this? And it could be something very, very explainable. It could be something... Uh, hallucinogenic in nature um fluoride in the water <laughs> no, it has <laughs> nothing to do it has nothing to do with the water supply either 
Uh, but no, it is very interesting, though, why these black-eyed kids um, would have to be invited in, like you said. And an alien or whatever abduction story is just like, oh, I was doing this and then I wasn't. <laughs> yeah. Um, now, I will say this, though. I did read an interesting, an interesting article online about a guy. Now... The dude himself was actually in jail at the time, okay? <laughs> he basically got... Um, it was like a drunk thing. Like, he was hammered one night in public and got, you know, not necessarily disorderly conduct or anything like that, but he was just blatantly, obviously, drunk. And they took him in. Uh, arrested him, obviously. Took him in. He got to, you know, sleep it off type of thing. We'll let you go in the morning. Um, But apparently while he was there and he was being processed, he was sitting on a bench with another gentleman who was in basically for the exact same thing. Now, what was weird about it, though, is this guy started talking about these black-eyed kids. And the... The man was also saying that he was the one that came up with the whole story. Who, yeah. Yeah, it was kind of weird. He came up with the entire story, and this other dude, you know, just believed him. Of course, he had heard about, like, the whole Black Eyed Kid phenomenon, but didn't realize that apparently that this guy was the, the you know, it was his brainchild, basically, you know? But that's, so that's interesting, too, in the fact that you brought up you know, the Slender Man story and how it originated. And maybe this is exactly the same thing. I hope to God it is. Yeah. Because it's weird. There's also the theory that it's along the same lines as that, but, and they could be possibly said about Slender Man as well, is that it was just a story, but society subconsciously made it real. It's almost like we, we thought it manifest- into existence? Yeah, we manifested it. That's that's another theory about Slender Man as well, too. Now, you know, I don't necessarily personally believe in that, but I could see... I could, yeah, especially because, I don't know, like, think of how big of a phenomenon this is now, Slender Man. I mean, for Christ's yeah. sake, there are, like, video games based on yeah, that. There's all kinds of movies and stuff. And, yeah. Um, now, I could see something with a sinister nature that has the ability to use, project themselves as something in pop culture. Yes. To, you know, so they don't have to show themselves. Absolutely. I don't know, man. It's uh, It's kind of weird, though. I know that. So whether or not, you know, they exist or not, like the the interest is still there. This is still a very big topic in the paranormal. Um, And, you know, there are people out there who do claim to experience this. And some of them, I won't say all, but I mean, some of them are very credible people, I guess is a word to use. Um I don't know why necessarily we do this as a society, but we, you know, we automatically assume that, okay, if you're a doctor or a police officer or whatever, that you're a little more believable than uh, just Joe Schmo every man. You know, we, we do that. Yeah. We pigeonhole yeah. people. We do it all the time. I mean, especially like, I don't know, like in court. <laughs> if you have a prostitute on the stand who was a witness to a horrible murder, just because of the fact she's a prostitute automatically means she has terrible eyesight apparently i don't know (laughs) but it is you know what i mean it's like uh we definitely judge people by you know their their professions or whatever but at the same time i don't know like like i said they are a little more credible in the public's eye so i don't know it's it's interesting stuff i would suggest you guys uh check this out for yourselves also and if you come up with a really cool story that you want to share with us, please let us know. Um, ectoplasmshow at gmail.com, at ectoplasmshow on Twitter, and the ectoplasmshow on Facebook. 
And um, like I said, share your stories. If you have encountered these beings or whatever, I want to hear about it. Uh, I want to share it with Jason. And, you know, then we can talk about it. Um, Or, you know, if you have, I don't know, man, if you have some weird theory about it also, let us know. Um, This is definitely one of the newer type of phenomenons in the paranormal field, I would say. Um, How how long ago was that story with the guy in the movie theater? Was that? It was in the 90s. Okay, it was in the 90s. I know that it was, um, like nowadays, it's readily available, those kind of contacts. It's not too difficult to get those kind of contacts, but I know that when the the movie theater one, they weren't readily available. Like maybe producers for a movie could get them, but uh, the teenager probably couldn't go buy them somewhere. Right. Or order them online. But now, nowadays, people can actually get those, uh, full eye contact things That's so to make crazy. their eyes black. So, so I, maybe... I think that there's definitely believable people. I wouldn't be surprised if some of the stories were true, and it's just like anything else. I think that some of them are not true, which adds to the mystery of it, I guess. Sure, absolutely. And makes you question other people's stories. And, you know, maybe some of them are just kids messing around. But well, I think it, it's it like anything be. else. There's there's a basis there. Something there that's not made up. I'm just trying to think of those contacts. And, like, trying to put them into your damn eyes. Because that might be a painful process. Like, yeah, I honestly. wouldn't want to do it. I don't like doing anything. I don't like putting eye drops in my eyes, yeah. personally. <laughs> but, I mean, if, you know... It, Kids buy little contacts all the time that change their eye color and stuff. So, I mean, it wouldn't be a stretch if they wanted to. Maybe it might hurt getting it in a little bit, but they would have fun with it. It'd be worth the pain. It probably would would be. I can think by myself as a kid, if I didn't have, like, I don't like things even getting close to my eyes, but I could see, (laughs) hey, let's go out and scare some people. And that's what makes it uh, interesting, I guess, is now... Like you said, people can easily do this. Um, I wouldn't suggest it. <laughs> um, Not because uh, some kid's going to get shot. That, see, point. and that's exactly what I was just thinking, man. I was like, oh, my God. Everybody, um, I don't know, man. Somebody might get shot over this crap, which is weird. But at the same time, it's. It's like the Bigfoot guy and the guy shot. What happened there? There's a oh, this few years ago, he thought it would be funny to dress up as Bigfoot and scare some people on a highway, and he ended up getting shot and killed. Oh, jeez. Come on, dude. <laughs> That'd be a terrible way to go. <laughs> I mean, damn it. Yeah, well, I mean, I can't imagine. The guy, thought, the guy shooting him thought, well, I just shot a Bigfoot. Well, hell yeah. Oh, my God, I just murdered somebody. Hey, yeah, and now he's <laughs> like, oh, damn it. That's crazy to me. Why am I laughing? God damn it. I'm a terrible person. <laughs> but still. Oh, this was a few years ago? Yeah, it was a few years ago. I don't remember which year it was, but uh, I do know that it actually happened. Oh, my God. I remember it in the news, like the, the regular news, not paranormal news. But. Oh, like the actual news covered this? Yeah. That's amazing. I don't know, man. That's another thing about the news, though. All, all things paranormal, is very. it's very tongue-in-cheek. Mm-hmm. type stuff um they're not really taking it well, seriously yeah if the guy had just been like wounded it wouldn't have been a big as big a story they might have still covered it but he was actually killed so that's terrible man i feel bad for the it. dude's family but at yeah. the same time it's like what did you expect <laughs> you know? oh yeah. my god that is freaking nuts though um and like i said you know uh i know a few um reporters and things like that people who are on the news um and they do believe in the paranormal however they have to basically make it look like they don't you know <laughs> like yeah they don't ever want to label themselves as crazy well, uh, or anything like stigma. that oh there is hardcore you know even though even though there are so many shows around uh 
dealing with the paranormal on all different things. You know, Bigfoot hunters, UFO hunters, ghost hunters, all this crap. It's just everywhere now. Um, and even though it's become this topic that's, you know, it's okay to talk about this now. Especially with uh, friends and, and colleagues. And I always say, oh, it's something that we can talk about around the water cooler. You know? Yeah. At work. Um, which is totally true. We can. Um and 20 years ago, yeah, we probably would have been put in a straitjacket for saying some of this shit. Um, yeah, I saw a study once that actually said uh, um, the higher your intelligence is, the more likely you are to believe in some of these things. The uh, more likely you are to believe in, at least in the possibility of the paranormal. Well, I think that it would almost be small-minded not to think that there could possibly be something else. If nothing, like, throw ghosts out the window, for Christ's sake. Throw that out the window. But I know for a fact, um, right here, um, I have an article right here on my computer, and it's too damn long to read. However, it's talking about quantum physics, okay? Um, And the fact that alternate dimensions... It's it's a damn near certainty that they exist. Yeah. And this is from, like I said, quantum physicists um, around the world that are now getting onto this. Um, it's, it's absolutely amazing. Um, many interacting worlds theory is what it is. The many interacting worlds theory. Yeah. Um, and apparently it's 100% feasible um and not only that not only feasible probable so they they're thinking that you know there is definitely something else going on somewhere we're just not around it or we don't have access to it for whatever reason yeah which i don't know man like it's it's very weird how the world works if you just look at the you know just nature in general uh, there's some things out there that will blow your mind. Absolutely blow your mind. So, um, especially when it deals with like Fibonacci sequence. Uh, Fibonacci sequences in nature. Just go ahead and give that a freaking search. Yeah. I'll post some stuff up on uh, on the Ectoplasm show on Facebook as well. Um, we can talk about this because it's freaking weird. So... But yeah, bottom line is back to like the whole black-eyed kids. We uh, we still have no clue <laughs> if if they are possible. anything is possible, and that's the beauty of it. Um, so I I don't know. Hopefully one day we could at least have a definitive answer. Yes, it was made up by this guy on this date. This is what he said, and this is how he said it. This is how he presented it to the masses, and people just ran with this shit. Um, or I don't know, like some high ranking government official gets a knock on his door from, yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? From black eyed kids and that it all comes out. Uh, I don't know. And they do, a. I don't know. I, I, I know that I came off kind of skeptical on a lot of this stuff in this episode, but it's not that I don't believe it. I just kind of think you have to be skeptical. I think it's very important to keep. An open mind, but at the same time, kind of be guarded when it comes to this stuff. Like, especially like who's telling the story and how are they telling it, and yada yada yada. So, well, yeah, I mean, the whole point of our existence in the paranormal world is to question everything, it, and uh, that's on both sides. There's people that that don't believe even in the possibility, and then there's people that believe in every little thing. Right, and I think yeah. There has to be questioning of of things, not necessarily of the people telling them, and not necessarily of the experience that they may have, but more of did you really see what you need, what you thought you saw, um, that kind of stuff. Well, and that's just it. Is I mean, that's and that's dangerous. If you're a paranormal investigator of any sort, to believe everything, I mean, good God. That's a lot of shit to believe I, in. I know a few people. I do too. I do like too. That. We probably know some of the same people. <laughs> and it's the same on the conspiracy side. 
Yes. Um, the, the truly crazy ones that believe every little thing. Yeah, absolutely. Or the ones that make the field look bad. Well, and I think that's a big part of it. Um, you know, and we have a long way to go as far as being taken seriously uh, in the paranormal field, whether that be with uh, UFOs or cryptozoology or or just ghosts in general. Um, there are a lot of people out there that just don't believe. And what's fascinating to me is there's a lot of people... Um, specifically in the in like the churches and all they hear are these stories and parables um and talk of you know ghosts and demons and things like that but they they don't believe they don't believe in that stuff yeah they believe in god and that idea which is supernatural in itself my god but they don't necessarily buy <laughs> into yeah i know that. right <laughs> <laughs> but but they don't they don't buy into the fact that there is uh, any type of ethereal type plane, you know? Yeah. So it, plane of existence. But anyway, it's weird stuff to me. Um on that happy little note, I'm gonna I'm gonna close the show. And Jason, I wanna thank you very, very much for joining us again. And I'm gonna have you on the show, obviously, again next week too. Um we could talk about some more fun stuff. So, but everybody out there, um, hope you have a great weekend. Uh, reach out to us, uh, ectoplasmshow at gmail.com, um, at the ectoplasm show on Twitter and the ectoplasm show on Facebook. So hope you all have a great weekend. We will talk to you very, very soon. Peace out. Make it a rule. Never to get involved with possessed people. Actually, it's more of a guideline rule. And I know what I saw, and that's not what you're telling me what I saw.